Episode 155, Part 2 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. No, I'm your host, Sean. What was that, Ed? Did you forget where we were? <laughs> no, my head, my head knew where we were. My mouth didn't. <laughs> oh, sounds like any other show. Uh, so, yeah. So, uh, in Part 2 here, we um, start off with releases of the week. Yeah. You know, um, well, I might be doing that for a little bit. You know, starting mm-hmm. off with releases of the week and then getting right, right to something. So, yep. And this week, Sean, your faithful pal and friend buddy pal chum me <laughs> who talk. does very he does very little work on the show by the way <laughs> people go he talks he's the one who talks most of it he does a lot of work comes out of his ass <laughs> that's true um i actually brought something to the show yeah because it's fall yeah um, at least here in america and fall brings new tv shows you know, it's like, hey, as things die, new TV shows rise from the ashes. <laughs> and uh, thanks to a double-sized issue of Entertainment Weekly, I went through and I highlighted some stuff that I was kind of just wanted to throw out there, like some interesting things, some mm. silly things. And Excuse me. <laughs> mm, this show brought to you by Pepsi. <laughs> it's the quicker picker-upper. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, isn't that bounty? Yes. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, you know, I'm boycotting. You might say I'm, I'm, I'm mutinying on the bounty. <laughs> <laughs> waka waka. Trust me, the shows has better jokes than that. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the time, it is though. <laughs> so um, yeah, so we talk TV talk. The, the fall schedule, not the, not the fall schedule, but some of the shows that I found somewhat interesting. I mean. You can always pick up your local Entertainment Weekly and thumb through 115 shows. I wasn't going to do them all. Yeah. Yeah, you because know, that would have been, you know, that's a three-hour show in itself. <laughs> <sighs> like, oh, look, NCIS season 12. Yeah, 13 starting. Okay. <laughs> what more can you add in the first 12? Like, we talked mostly new shows and some returning favorites. Yes. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. So sit back, relax, and we'll uh, see you at the end. And we're back. You're listening to Geeksters Live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Just search for Aquanet Radio on those apps. All right. So, Ed, um, would you like to do releases of the week first? Or would you like me to bring up my subject? Uh, you know what? Let's do releases first. Let's get that out okay. of the way, and then uh, we'll, right. we'll do your thing after that. All right. Sure. Okay. Ed, what's coming out this week on DVD and Blu-ray? I have to say, it's a pretty good week for... Uh, for for this week for uh, releases, uh, I have to say Furious Seven's coming out this t- Tuesday. Okay, um, Blu-ray and DVD and digital the, copy. I see the extended edition. Exactly. More tearful farewell. It's gonna be that, that long ride that Paul Walker does at the end. <laughs> yeah, all right. They also have a Fast and Furious One through Seven Collection limited edition coming out as well. So. Yeah. Oh, look, it's in a wheel. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's awesome. So awesome. That's gonna be that's that's a must. Yeah. <laughs> Until you get eight, and you're like, then they're gonna come out with something else, right? <laughs> or it'll just be a fatter tire. <laughs> hey, what else? Did, what else uh, Cinderella, the uh, Disney live action movie, is coming out. I'll tell you, Disney is a genius. There they are. I, I, I'm gonna say, like, okay, we made millions and millions of dollars in the cartoon. We're gonna make live action versions of all our movies. <laughs> just wait, just double dipping in that well. That's right. Because the technology's there. Could you imagine? Because they're doing Beauty and the Beast. 
you imagine what the beast is going to look like in a, in a live action movie, mm-hmm. computer animated, or if they go to old school, you know, like a, a Jim Henson kind of style. Yeah. You know, be kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. So what else you got? Halloween 6, The Curse of Michael Myers is coming out. Wow. I forgot they went that far. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, yeah. I mean, if you're a Michael Myers fan, it's, it's, it's Halloween's right on the corner. Yeah. So you'll see more and more horror movies coming out in Blu-ray and DVD. What else you got? Uh, classic Spaced Invaders is coming out on Blu-ray. I love that fucking movie. <laughs> that is, I gotta be, it's one of my like, guilty pleasures. Uh-huh. I remember seeing the theaters and it, it was just so funny. Like the one guy sounded like Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Oh, it was so it was hysterical. That might be a might be a buy for me. Like when I'm thumbing through like a, a new release section. Yeah. I don't think it'll be a Best Buy. I might have to go to a movie stop for that. Yeah. It might not be a Best Buy there. Yeah. Yeah, because Best Buy never does anything with the older title titles. because like, that's definitely easily. I'm gonna say it's. I'm gonna hit Amazon. I'm gonna guess fourteen ninety nine. Go down. Uh, and, right there. Right. Yeah, I said Amazon twelve uh, seventeen ninety nine. That's instant video though. Um, Blu-ray one. Okay, Amazon Prime price is nine dollars. Wow. So for those people who are Prime well, members, yep. Uh, yeah, go. eighteen bucks for. Uh, yeah, all right. I'm I am I'm, I'm gonna buy it. I'm buying it right <laughs> now. Head quick. <laughs> all right. What else is coming out? Uh, the uh, there's an Amazon. Uh, sorry, <laughs> drink everybody. Amazon exclusive, the ultimate James Bond collection is coming out with the reserve space for Spectre coming out in 2016. Uh, okay, I'm looking at. I am. I, I don't know how I feel about this, Ed, <laughs> because I have the 50th anniversary edition yeah. and it had room for Skyfall. That I don't think I, I don't think I put it in. The, I don't think I put it in the slip. Yeah, you know. But if it it doesn't come with that book, I can tell you that much. You know. Um. I wonder if it has all the special features and stuff. Like the well, it comes it comes with 120 hours of special features, including two it. all new features. Fuck a 90 minute documentary, everything or nothing, the James Bond, the untold story, and the poster book. God damn it! Yes, the poster book you got. No, I got the poster book too when I ordered the uh, 50th anniversary one. Okay, it came. It didn't come separately. It was like it wasn't part of the pack. It was mm. like it laid on top. I was like, oh, all right. Yeah, well, now it's part of the pack, apparently. Son of a bitch. <laughs> what else you got? Now, speaking of James Bond, they have some collections coming out. Like, if you were just a fan of one of the Bonds, like if one of the actors who we, played we, Bond... We, you we, and I have always gone through this. My yes. Bond will be Sean Connery. Yours is Roger Moore. Right. So, basically, there's a volume one and volume two of the Sean Connery collection. There's a one and two of Roger Moore. Okay. There's one of <laughs> Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. And uh, Daniel Craig. All right. So, uh, yeah, the other ones, they don't they don't have... Uh, they don't have Timothy Thornton or, I mean, let's George face Lazenby. it. George Well, George Lazenby was only in one movie. How can you have, like, a... Yo, he's kind of like the, hey, here's a James Bond pack. It'll be the, um, it'll be his, his on Your Majesty's Secret Service, and then they'll probably throw in the Living Daylights. Yeah. And then uh, Never Say Never Again. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's... Uh, uh... No, I know what I'm saying is Never Say Never Again is not really technically part of the pack, right. so they knock it off real cheap to get rid of it. Yeah, well, they, <laughs> they do have them individually, so if, if you want it once, but they're already out on Blu-ray, so they're, you can always find them individually as Blu-rays themselves. Yeah, so. yeah. All, right. All right. What else? A Mad Max 35th anniversary is coming out. Of course. So. Wow, 35 years. 
You're old. That's right. Yeah, no, 35 years. of Just think, 35 years ago is when the world was introduced to Mel Gibson. Yeah. Pretty much how I look at it. Yeah, that's right. He became a star. Big star in a big way. And then, oh, it's like all stars. It just burns out. <laughs> uh, house. But, oh. but he was really good in, uh, what do you call it? The Machete, Machete Lives. Yeah. Who's that, the bad guy? I yeah. Him. I love him as a bad guy. Anyway, guys, what else is coming out? Man, uh, I'm sorry. A House of the Long Shadows is coming out on Blu-ray. This is the one I was talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Vincent this... Price, Christopher Lee, Peter Cushing, John Carradine. Yeah, it is such a good movie. Oh. And Desiernes Jr. <laughs> <laughs> out of all those stars, he's the one that, one of these things is not like the other. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but, oh, was it a good movie? <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely going to have to find that one too all right what else you got big bang theory season eight is coming out uh yes here's where we get into the hey it's september let's put all the last year's tv shows out on dvd yep so you can catch up yep okay what else marvel's agent of shield season two is coming out all right yeah marvel's agent carter season one is coming out i don't know why you call it season one it was that was supposed to be a short they're coming out with season two yeah so i mean technically it's a season yeah you know all right (laughs) I wonder if there's any special features. I'm going to look while you tell us what else is coming out. Sleepy Hollow Season 2 is coming out on Blu-ray. All right. As well as Empire Season 1. Okay. Uh, I, I, you know what? i got to be honest. Empire seems to be like a huge hit. I'm kind of curious about it. I didn't think I'd be, you know, it's all about like it's about music, rap moguls. and like Yeah. A, it's like a modern day. But um, apparently it did really well in the ratings. It's, like. you no, know, it's, it's a rating juggernaut. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of like the... It goes back to the old Dallas, and um, like it's a soap opera, except set in the music industry. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, you know, I might have to give it a shot. Okay, what else you got? NCIS season twelve was coming out on Blu-ray again. Yeah, so it's, you know, you said they came out on Blu-ray earlier. Yeah, we were talking about it, but yeah, apparently it's on this list. So uh, if it's, uh... I wonder if it was like postponed for. I don't know why, because when I bought, because we we talked about this. Mm. I bought it on DVD because I have seasons one through eleven on DVD, and this is the first time NCIS is hitting Blu-ray, and I'm not buying it. <laughs> you know, um, and the reason why I know because when I went to pick it up at Best Buy, they had the Blu-ray version because the Blu-ray and DVD had a bonus DVD for like, hey, meet McGee. Like yeah. after twelve years, meet one of the actors. Like it's like, well, they had an Abbey collection too as well. Well, yeah, they had the yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, all right. <laughs> it is now the number one show in the world, by the way. Is it? Yeah. So, I mean, I've seen episodes. I, I enjoy I it. It's love, it's, it's a good show. show. Yeah. So. Mark Harmon's the man. <laughs> all right. What else you got? CSI Crime Scene Investigation, the final season. <clears throat> yes. Yes. Yeah. Um. Actually, that that actually will probably tie into something that I'm uh, I'm I'm bringing to the show after we talk about releases. All there. right. All right. So go ahead. Lost in Space, The Complete Adventures is coming out on Blu-ray. You bumbling bag of bolts! <laughs> <laughs> I loved that show as a kid. Agent, uh, we got Dr. Smith. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you bumbling bag of bolts. You insipid fool. Well, they actually show that on MeTV at like, I think midnight. Because uh, they have, they, have they, they call it the sci-fi horror uh, right. You know, Saturday nights, and it has Batman, Star Trek, Wonder Woman, uh, Superman, the old, you know, 50s right. or 60s Superman. The George Reeves. George Reeves one, yes. Um, and then Spengoolie goes from 10 to 12, 
<laughs> and then right after that, that's Lost in Space. Yeah, I came watching. I came walking into the house one day, and Dad was watching that. The Svengali. Yeah. Svengali, whatever it's called. I was like, what's this? Yeah, I thought it was a Twilight Zone episode because it was old and it looked like a couple actors that were in the Twilight Zone. He's like, no, it's this old show. I'm like, oh, okay. But yeah, he pre- he picks old movies and he talks about it. Right. It's, you know. It's, yeah, and it's like it's kind of like Turner Classic movies. He gives you like the the details yeah, of it. It's it's oh my god, what was the guy um who the creature double feature? Yeah, but it was like El- what Elvira did too. Yeah. She would come in the middle of the show and talk about stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Oh, we're stuck <laughs> on this planet. Oh, sorry. I always, I just, oh, see. I need I need a, a mashup of Doctor Smith. Uh, <laughs> references Stuff. while you do that i will go on full metal alchemist the complete series for your anime fans is coming out on blu-ray which i like because i i hate when they do like season one or season two because like they don't always come uh to america a lot because like we don't buy them as much you know i i, I think like so like i would like to see a complete season of something that i've watched a complete series of something i watched because that way I can get every episode because there's like always like 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 oh there's season six but I don't have season five or four of this you know show or what whatever. show we're talking about any anime show there is oh, like Japanese okay. anime yeah. uh, style film or, uh, oh the Full Metal Alchemist yes all right uh, Lego Star Wars the New Yoda Chronicles is coming out on DVD oh that's great yeah uh, sorry yeah. I'm, I'm getting a little annoyed because my Anybody that listening that works here at the studio, can you do us a favor? I'm sure it's going to help everybody. Buy fucking batteries. Because <laughs> my mouse keeps going in and out. <laughs> I'm just saying. That is all. <laughs> Back to your regular standard program. What else you got coming out, Ed? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Meet Casey Jones. And Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The Shredder Strikes. I think it's that uh, Nickelodeon... Uh, Animated series coming out there, so they're a little uh, uh, okay. couple episodes. So there you go, and that's for TV and uh, movies that I have for releases of the week. You finally find what you're looking for. Yes, I decided he was my alter ego, and he was wise to me and a danger to me. Or was calling in those dreadful alliteratives to keep him down so he wouldn't expose me. <laughs> you computerized cloud, bubble-headed booby, jabbering Judas, bumbling. Bird brain. Neanderthal ninny. Cackling cars. Mental midget. Blithering bumpkin. Cackling cacophony comes to mind. Oh, that was a good one. <laughs> you bubble-headed booby, do you realize what you've done? You bubble-headed booby, booby, <laughs> I was on the point of landing on the Isle of Capri. Now I'll never get there. Yes, spare us your ridiculous remarks, you insensitive idiot. <laughs> you you need to remember that one. <laughs> you use that one on me a lot. <laughs> you insensitive idiot. <laughs> All right, what else you got coming out? I love that one. Well, there's the video games. Do you have any honorable mentions you want to add to the? To um, actually, yeah, I kind of did. I saw one that kind of caught my eye real quick. Um, shoot, where is it now? Um. Well, you mentioned House of the Long Shadows, yeah. Mad Max, Doctor. No, I, I think I think you did cover it there, right? All right, I think you did. Wow. Hey, you go, uh, you go, uh, you go on with your bad self. There. All right, let's go and move on to video games then. All right, sure. Go ahead. Of course, the first one we have to talk about is Destiny: The Taken King. <laughs> it's coming out by Activision for the PS3, PS4, Xbox 360, and Xbox One. Oy! Yeah. <laughs> 
You will have a full review, I, I'm assuming, on uh, next week's I'll show? Give, I'll give a review. I mean, I've already given my review on Destiny. This is, this is kind of like, it's Destiny 2.0 in a way, because mm. it's been a year, and it's had a lot of downs and not as many ups as they were hoping for the game. Mm. So they kind of redid a lot of the gameplay stuff. Like, instead of, um, I can kind of, like, I'm, I'm curious to see how it's going to play. Mm-hmm. Because they remodified some stuff, um, they they nerfed a couple of overpowered weapons. They they try to even it out, and they've also added more of a like when you did stuff. They added a quest system mm-hmm. where you get experience points to help raise your character level up, rather than just a generic level up into level twenty, and then you have to do special events to get what was called better better gear, okay. which had this light property. Now apparently, they're still they still have that. But you will get better experience points for everything you do, not just like these little things. It's 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 kind of complicated. Not really. Mm. They just took one of their main things and went. You know, a lot of people really don't like this. Let's try to make it more user friendly to try to get more people to be involved. So they they modified that a little bit. Um, it's kind of like a giant expansion pack, really, because in the Taken King you get Destiny, the Dark Below, the Wolf. Um, the, the second expansion pack mm. and the Taken King. So it's like four things in one. Wow. It's basically like an $80 value that you're getting for like $60. Nice. Well, actually, technically 40 if you already, already have, if you've never had the game before, mm. it's 60, you know, it'll be 65 bucks in total. It, but if you did have the game mm-hmm. and you're just buying the Taken King, it's only like $40 online. Nice. So, eh, I mean, I'll have something of a review, I think. Okay. You know? We'll talk about it at least. I'll talk about it a little, at least to see if it kind of sucked me back in. Okay. You know? All right, and there he also did actually three new subclass, subclasses. There's a hunter, there's a um, a titan, and then there's a warlock. You know, mm. basically, you know, thief, barbarian, magic user yeah. kind of thing. Um, and there's a two couple subclasses. Like I know that now the new subclass for the hunter has a bow and arrow. Like it's and like <laughs> it's an electric bolted arrow, like kind of like the old Dungeons and Dragons yeah. cartoon. The um, Titan, which is the Barbarian, kind of has like now like this big giant hammer, <laughs> and the Warlock I think has like a like another fireball I think or so, I forget what because I don't play the Warlock. I know they have like a magic new missile, magic, magic missile, missile, magic missile. It's a little beanbag he just throws at people. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you know, I'll have somewhat of a review on it. All right. All right, what else is coming out? Pro Evolution Soccer 2016 by Konami for the PS3, PS4, Xbox 360, and Xbox One. Okay. All you soccer fans, look for it. All right. What else? <sighs> oh. The Disagree guy Triple Play Collection by Atlas for the PS3. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's another Japanese anime right. game. Yeah, yeah. I got nothing on that, so. Next we have is the Cernan Kurgan Kura 2 Deep Crimson. <laughs> Double D by XE for the 3DS. <laughs> Another one of those Japanese games. Uh, Forenzo Motorsport 6. Forza, Forza. Forza. Sorry, Forza Motorsport 6. Yes, that is By a- Microsoft for the Xbox One. Yeah, it's a Microsoft exclusive. It's their, their car simulator kind of game. And I remember, like, I've never been, a, like, Gran Turismo's, like, along those veins. Mm-hmm. Forza. This is Forza 6. Okay, now yeah. keep in mind, this series has been around for quite a while. Their big, um, their big contribution this year is night driving, <laughs> weather, <laughs> and I'm just like, you mean two things that have been in gaming since 
for like at least last decade, you're finally now putting into this game. You're like, oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. finally catching up. Yeah. Yeah. Way to catch up there, Microsoft. Yeah. Woohoo. All right. What else is coming out? NHL 16 by Electronic Arts for the PS4 and Xbox One. <laughs> uh, I passed on last year. I played yeah. it a little bit. It was a little difficult to play, believe it or not. I heard they kind of reworked a lot of the mechanics, so I'll probably... I'm not sure if I'll pick it up. I know I'll definitely get my hands on a copy and mm-hmm. try it out. But, uh, yeah, it's hockey. And then there's also EA Sports NHL Legacy Edition for by Electronic Arts for the PS3 and Xbox 360. I think it's a stripped-down version of NHL 16. Yeah. So the graphics and all, so... Yeah. If you still have one of those old systems like I do, you might want to pick that one up. Yeah, you might want to look into cashing that in. Yeah, you know? I know, I know. Only because... Rumor has it they're stopped making games from at the end of this year. Yeah. I don't know how accurate it is, but that's that's from the word on the street, Ed. The word, word on the street, yo. Word on the street saying you might want to get rid of that 360 and PS3, yo. <laughs> All right, what else you got coming out? The Book of Unwritten Tales 2 by Nordic Games for the PS4 and Xbox One. The Book of Unwritten Tales 2? That's what it says. So, but if they're unwritten, then why is there a sequel? <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, that means there must be a first volume of unwritten tales. But if there is a first volume, that means there's somewhere it's written down. So then they're not lost; they're collected, and you just got to find the book. I, I think, right? Anyway, I don't know, all right, whatever. With 3ds. No, this is for PS4 and Xbox One, the current gen oh. systems only. Okay, what else you got there? Right? Uh, tells guard. By Sedesco for the PS3, PS4, and PC. It's a two-day 2D puzzler platform with action elements. <laughs> the 2D puzzler action element. Yeah. Woo. All right. And this one you might be interested in. I might. All right. What is it? It is Skylanders Superchargers Starter <laughs> Pack by Activision for all the systems. No. An iPad. No. <laughs> No, I've never been in the Skylanders. I know, I know we've talked about, like, I've now stumbled down that little well of Disney Infinity. Yes. Which I kind of was playing this weekend a lot. Yeah. Because uh, I was, like, I had some, like, like, I didn't have enough time. I was playing a lot of Mad Max. Yeah. I'm still playing Mad Max. I love the game. I think it's awesome. But then there was like, a moment where my girl called me and she was like, yeah, and we had a little chit chat. She said, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to take like a shower and I'll call you in like, about a half hour. I'm like, okay, well, half hour is not enough to play Mad Max. I can play a couple of things. That's De- De- Infinity. You know, let me go play that. <laughs> so then it kind of got me back into like, ooh, look, I'm running around. Ooh, this is great. You know? <laughs> so, you know, we'll find it now. Like a Destiny coming out. I'm like, oh, I'm never going to be able to play any of this stuff. <laughs> um, all right, what else you got? That is it for uh, pretty games, yes. Okay. Um. Well, and um, it's, it's fall. It's yeah. September, right? Yeah. And as most of you are... I'm sure as the weeks progress, you will find more TV shows coming out in video and DVD. Like, we haven't mentioned Arrow or The Flash coming out yet. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you're like, you're ready to go. I think it comes out next week. It probably does. Yeah, look at it right there. <laughs> huh? Well, don't give it away. <laughs> oh, big deal. Look, hey, guess what's coming? We're gonna, just going to repeat ourselves. <laughs> so, uh, you know. Uh, so, anyway, as I was saying, <laughs> um, because of that, that means it's the fall season. That means new TV. Yes. Not only returning favorites, but also brand new shows coming to the major networks. Mm-hmm. And also some of the streaming services like Amazon or, or Netflix. Netflix, excuse me. Right. Let me think of 
Sugar Mario. Let's take a little drink there while uh, I babble on for a little <sighs> bit so you can. All right. So. So button. I brought. Oh, you brought something. Ugh. Wow. Entertainment Weekly's the fall TV preview. Print. He brought a magazine. I brought a magazine. <laughs> but I also went through and I was highlighting stuff, just so you know. Oh, wow. All the buzz on 115 shows, Ed. 115 shows. We're going to go through each and every one of them. No, no. <laughs> God, no. We're going to do this until I get bored. Hey. <laughs> no, actually, I was going through. Like, what? <laughs> I made it through 114 before I was like, eh, who cares about that last one? No. no, I just went through. Like, I went through it and I was like, okay, well, nobody cares that American Home uh, Funniest Home Video is coming back for season 26. Nobody cares. <laughs> I still enjoy it. All right. Well, I'm not you, like I'm not like oh, oh my god, great. You're not like, DVR in it. Yeah. Um, but so, if I catch it, I catch it. All right. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, whatever. Right. Um, so you brought up CSI, mm-hmm. but actually, technically, the CSI finale is going to be coming on because it's the final season. But they're actually doing what I think a lot of shows should do all the time: is they're giving it a two-hour TV finale. Finale. Okay. Like if, you know, I'm, I have it here, Ed. Because, you know. Well, you know, before you before you go on, because they, they back in the past, like back in the 80s. Back in our day. Yes. They used to do, like, you know, like uh, uh, TV movies in a way of shows that, like, were in the past. And they're like, what are they up to now? Or, like, like kind of thing like Gilligan's Island. They yes. did a few TV movies about that. Yeah. Dukes of Hazards. They did, yes. a, like, a couple of, like, you know, shows. Like, it was just like a. You know, like okay, okay. Now keep in mind, folks. This was before the age of cable. Yes. So when Gilligan's Island was on, it was you know it was in syndication, it was in reruns. So in the late seventies, I think it's late seventies, early eighties. Yeah, that's where they did. You know, it was early eighties because yeah. the, because the show finished and they never got off the island. Right. Because I remember the first movie that they did was they finally got off that fucking island, and most of them are now middle, you know middle aged to old at this point. Yeah. So and then they'd be like, hey, I, I, do you remember what they did to the island? They turned it into a hotel. Yes, they turned it into a resort. Well, actually, there was the, the the first one. Actually, was they got off the island and then they decided to go on a trip, and they got back on they, the they got back on the island. Like it was like it was like they were back home and they were feeling kind of funny because they've been away from right. society for so long. And, and society's changed in such a way, yeah. yeah, that they didn't they weren't like they were out of place, and then they came back to uh, the skipper. Hey, I'm sneezing on the truth, Ed. <laughs> sneezing on the truth. <laughs> Bless me, by the way. Bless you. That's right. That's okay. I wasn't asking for you to bless me. I was blessing myself. Okay. All right. It's good. So, yeah. So then they returned. And then the second movie was they were trying to get off. And then somebody found them, I think. And then they ended up turning that to a resort. Right. And then they had the one with the Harlem Globetrotters came on. <laughs> yeah. Um, but what, and what they did for the CSI is they kind of gave it. Because they kind of canceled it after the end of the season, I think. Or they mm-hmm. kind of said, you know what? This is the last season. So they just let it run. I don't know if there's any cliffhangers or anything because I didn't see it. Right. So they actually are coming out on the – it's September 27th, later this month. Okay. It's after 15 seasons and more than 300 episodes, the crime drama bid farewell in a two-hour finale. Um, they're bringing back Willem Peterson, Mark Helgenberger. Um, so I'm like, all right, you know what? Yeah. I might see that one because I was always – I was a fan of the early CSI because at the time it was so different. Yeah. Like it wasn't something you didn't see on television, right? And it was also produced by Jerry Bruckheimer, who was more famously known for movies, yeah, like you know the Top Gun movie, um, 
the Pirates of the Caribbean. He's a he's a producer. Bad Boys. Yeah. Him and Michael Bay were like inseparable there for a time. Yeah. You know, and then all of a sudden Michael Bay decided to go make you know fancy robot movies, and Bruckheimer was like. Yeah, I don't think I want to do that. I'm going to go TV. You know? Like, I think, you go your way, I go mine. I think the future's in one-hour dramas. <laughs> Not explosions and looking up girls' skirts on the big screen. I, maybe it's just me. But, uh, all right, I'll see you later. You know? And then there was CSI, CSI Miami, CSI New York. Now they have CSI Cyber. Yeah. CSI Hillbilly. You know? Hillbilly. CSI Hoth. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so like that i wanted to you know mention that now uh here's here's i'm gonna mention some new shows okay right. first off ed would you watch this show it's called blood and oil blood and oil what do you think that's about ed um let's see blood and oil would probably be about the uh maybe the uh, uh texas and the uh, oil industry oh you were close ed it is about the oil industry but the oil booming industry of oil in uh, North Dakota. <laughs> I don't know if there's a big draw, but guess who it stars? Uh, I couldn't guess. Me... Man making his way back to television for a third time. For a third time. Third time. Uh, two shows as a cop. One show as an oil tycoon of this North Dakota set boomtown drama. Wow. Cop twice. Uh, he was a cop in the eighties. He was uh-huh. a cop in the nineties, and now he's a he's a, a Texas oil. I mean, a North Dakota oil man. Wow. Oh. Wow. Let me give you a hint. Yeah. Um, they made a movie out of the first show that he was in. <laughs> <laughs> but it was made by the director, by the guy who created the TV show as well. That is not... Is <laughs> that going to help? Well, that's supposed to be easy. All right, I'll give you another hint. Ready? I can feel it coming in the air tonight. Oh, Lord. Jeez. I can feel it. <laughs> in the air tonight? Yeah, I know the, okay. I know the song. Iconic moment in the season premiere of that show, which helped launch everyone's career, kind of defined the, define the style and look of the 80s to the T. Oh, uh, oh, 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 oh Come on, Ed. I know exactly. It's oh god, it's. Uh, Are you gonna give you the, the cop names? Cops and names? Yes. Crockett and Tubbs. Yes, it's oh god. Miami Vice. Miami Ed. Vice. Damn it, some bitch. That was the movie. Okay, and then no. he was Nash Bridges uh-huh. in the second show. Who was that man? <laughs> Who was that man? It's Don Johnson. <laughs> I can see the, I can see the pain in your face. Don Johnson is coming back to TV. As a oil tycoon of North Dakota. Nope, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate Don Johnson's work. I, I loved him. I loved the Miami Vice. I loved him in Nash Bridges. I'm gonna take a pass on this one. Yes, all right. I loved him as uh, the Marble Man, Harley Davidson. The Marble uh, that Man. That is true. And like I said, you'll see me thumbing through papers because I'm going. I didn't, I didn't highlight that. I didn't highlight that. There's a new show called Quantico, which is they they kind of um, that that's been billboard all over the buses I know, in Philadelphia. Because, because of the hot chick. Yes, that's the only reason why it's getting promoted. Here it is. Um, the, Joshua Spartan, I guess. This is a quote. The show is as much as a sexy romance as it is a political thriller. Thriller. It's like what would Die Hard be if it was a weekly? If it was weekly and also a soap. Oh no! Really? That's how you're going to describe your show? Well, the, the 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 premise of the show they see on the commercials is the fact that the woman is tattooed 
She has no memory. No, that's not that show. No, that's not that show. That show, you're looking at the back of it. There it is, it's called Blind Spot. Blind Spot. You, you doofus. I'm holding the <laughs> magazine right in front of you. And you can see the big Blind Spot ad. And you're like, Chronico, that's the one with the girl with the tattoos. And here's the ad. And I'm totally out there because like, that was said to my head. Because the ad actually has Lady, the girl who plays Lady Seth from the yeah, Thor movies, yeah. completely tatted up. Yes. And I'm like, yeah, Ed, that's Quantico. No, no, that's the one with the tattoo. Like, no? Like, wow, Ed. I'm not really looking at the back of the magazine. Hot chick, half naked with tattoos on her. You're not looking? No. Hey, got your, hand, your big hands. Your big hands in the way. Okay, obviously Supergirl yes. is coming this yeah. year. Um, and, you know, it's, they do such a bad job because, all right, here it comes. October 26th is coming out. All right. So you got like another month before it actually comes out. Um, a lot of shows are coming out later and later. That's because they're trying because they don't they're trying to compete, trying to get closer and closer to um, the Walking Dead's, which always starts in October. Uh, okay. So they're always trying to think like, well, how can we get stuff away from the Walking Dead? Oh, let's put our new show on around the same time. You yeah, know? but wouldn't you want to put it on before then and get the get the jump on it? Yeah, new shows. But then, then, but then also too because it, we're talking about the major networks, twenty three episodes in a season. They'll do, hey, from October to the middle of uh, November. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And then they take two weeks off for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Then they come back for like two episodes. And, oh, here's, we're taking off for Christmas. Yeah. And then look at Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is going to go on hiatus at the middle of December. But yet here's Agent Carter starting in January for 10 weeks. And then we'll have, you know. Yeah, I'm going to be out. I'm not going to see that. Yeah, you're you're already kind of, here it is, Ed, blind spot. Ready? Yeah. It's, um... Being, she's uh, dosed with a memory loss drug, covered in tattoos, and lived naked in a bag in Times Square. Uh, sounds like a really bad way to wake up, waka waka. <laughs> but for viewers of the new thriller Blind Spot, it's just the start of a giant treasure hunt. Each tattoo contains a riddle that the FBI will have to solve in order to figure out the identity of Jane Doe, Jamie Alexander. Uh-huh. All right. So apparently, they're like, you know, the, they actually did work out like every tattoo is actual real code. That you people at home can actually try to help figure out too, and like not not like you call in now to tell us where to go next, <laughs> but it definitely is. It's <laughs> uh, I'm in. <laughs> uh, that be great. It's like a choose your own adventure TV for, show. Five ninety nine. They call. You call in to say like they have this tattoo. Um, they show two tattoos. One's like a flower, and like it just says this tattoo is actually an address. Um, says of the two leaves on the back of Jane's left knee. They're a great start to episode four. There's something that the audience can kind of figure out. All I can say is that it's a place. So they're like, you, if it's kind of like, hey, you want to play along at home? Why don't you try to guess too what it is? Because it's, it's not just a flower and we're going to make up something. It actually is a real place. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I don't want to watch a show with you because you'd be like, oh, it's this. You know, like, Son of a bitch. <laughs> um, of course, Castle's actually returning, believe it or not. I, was, I wasn't sure the way, it's, it's the way the season ended last year. Yeah. Felt very finale-ish, yeah. and, you know, I was like, all right. And apparently, Kate's back. Okay. So, I don't all know right. how much, you know. How much money it cost her, but, yeah, she's back. <laughs> yeah, like, she's she's not going to, she's supposed to be running for Senate at some point. Yeah. But not at the not at the beginning of the se- season. Okay. Uh, let's see. There's a couple, like, I didn't really, as you can tell, I went through, and I was like, okay, well, this looks, obviously, the voice is coming back. Um, Neil Patrick Harris in the best time ever. Where it's it's like a game show kind of looking thing. Like, well, I saw a commercial for it I, the well, other day. I did kind of like I said highlight some of the stuff. 
It's the show is based on a popular UK series called Ant and Dex uh, Saturday Night Takeover. Okay. Instead of focusing focusing on MPH's singing, dancing, and magic trick abilities, which we've already seen him do uh, hosting the Tonys and Oscars, Best Time Ever is meant for people who watch their TV as GIFs and day after YouTube clips. As, uh... in, as in hilarious short segments that will be a total surprise for both viewers at home and the live studio audience, some whom will have unwittingly participated in hidden camera pranks weeks before. Okay. I don't, I don't know. know. It's That's a fifty-fifty of me. Yeah, like I don't. Maybe they're describing it badly. They're tr- they're trying to hit that. Okay, like okay, look at Jimmy Fallon. Every once in a while, they'll have like clips of Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. On YouTube, I mean, that's how the lip sync battle TV show got really popular was because they were doing it on the Jimmy Fallon Tonight Show, mm. and they would just put those sec- that on YouTube, and it was blowing up all over the place. So somebody in an office went, you know what kids are doing today? They're not watching their TV shows and sitting down. They're watching little clips on YouTube, on you know, on television. So what we need to do is we need to create a show that only has like 30-second clips and then throw them out on the internet so we can watch and get ratings that way. <laughs> you know, if we, of course, we're traditional people, so that's what makes it like tough for us to go, I, I yeah, I'm on board for this, you know, like I think. And it's just like... Who knows? I mean, like, we could be sitting there watching YouTube and uh, getting involved. Well, the thing is, for me, is that it's, it's, it's not, I don't think it's our age. I think it's the person who's thinking about this is looking at it all wrong. You're trying to create a market that's volatile at best. You never know what's going to hit big on the internet. Right. So here you are creating a format in hopes, because you see how other things are going on and all the little trends that you think you can create something that has its own um, life to it. You never, like, who the fuck thinks kitten videos are going to be popular on YouTube? You know, but people are always going, hey, you know what? Yeah. Sooner or later, it's going to be like, ABC, it's coming the fall, this on ABC, kitten videos. They have a show on Animal Planet, it's called Too Cute, it's about, like, See? little kittens, and they're, like, like they're growing up for, like, eight weeks, and they, they have, like, four different uh, breeds that they'll go through. <sighs> Yeah, exactly. But the, the thing is, it's boring to you. But like, it's, uh, people, yeah. people watch it. Like, right. like it's like it's been around for a couple seasons. Right. The people watch it. But and that's cable, yeah, cable television. I, this is ABC. Yeah. Like, kind of putting a shit ton of money in it. It's got a high production value for two minute clips. And they're gonna have a big clips. star doing it. I mean, I, I like I like Neil Patrick Harris, and I probably will catch it. You know, I'll probably just because I'm part of the internet culture. I will catch those clips. But that's not going to make me want to tune in. Yeah. Because you're kind of going, okay, well, here's here's a show of all the stuff that we do. And now we're going to take those bits and throw them out on the internet where you can watch for free. Yeah. It's like, how are you going to, how are you going to justify ratings or advertising if that's what you're going to do? Right. You it's know? Like, oh, our 30-second viewership for this one video was 1.4 million views. Right. But our television ratings at well, 500,000 people. people. Right. You know, people uh, thought the 30-second clip was more interesting than the whole show. Now, here's the show. All right. It's called The Grinder. Yeah. Okay? It stars Rob Lowe. Yeah. And um, what's his face? Um, what's his face? Uh, Fred Savage. <laughs> yes. Fred Savage making his triumphant return to TV. Yes. Now, <laughs> this is the plot of the show. Yes, go ahead. Ready? Have you heard anything about the show? I've seen commercials for it. See, it's been, it's okay, been... you already kind of got your head like, going like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. <laughs> okay. The show, it's called The Grinder. Yeah. It centers on the ca- charismatic, unfairly handsome actor named Dean Standerson Jr., 
who stars as a relentless attorney, Mitch Grinder, on the hit series aptly titled The Grinder. Yes. Wanting to find his true self after eight seasons of fake lawyering, Dean forsakes Hollywood and moves home to Boise, Idaho, where his brother Stuart, played by Fred Savage, is a father of two who is also a real lawyer. While soaking up the hometown life, he deduces that his tenure on the grinder should qualify him to join his brother <laughs> in seeking real justice. <laughs> much, much to the delight of his father, Dean Sr., played by William Devine, who runs the family firm, and much to the chagrin of Stewart, who can never escape his sibling's shinier shadow. Think Jan and Marcia. On an, an, on an offbeat family legal comedy set in Idaho. Now, here's a quote. We love the idea that eight years of playing a lawyer on a show is equivalent to law school. <laughs> and then the person here is quoted, I think, uh, one of the creators, Jared Paul. He's like, would you rather have a heart attack next to a regular person or Hugh Laurie? I'd want Hugh Laurie there if there was ever a medical emergency. Because he's played house for like eight years. Like, so they take this concept, because how many times have... You watch TV and like, okay, I'm gonna say a show like NCIS. Yeah, you know, there are guys. I'm gonna say they're probably pretty well versed in naval law. You know, to a degree. Well, I mean, you you figure like when it, when they write an episode and they're doing research on it, the writers doing research on it, and then they give you the script and they go and they're reading the script and there's all this technical jargon they have to spout out. Right, and they don't want to sound like an idiot, so they're like, now they're going, okay, what does this mean? So they right, they usually have a consultant on on right. staff, so like, they'll they'll explain it to them, and they're like, oh, okay, now now I understand it, now I can properly perform this without a problem. I, I might have to check this out. This is going to be on Fox starting September 29th. Yeah, oh my girl's birthday. I like the idea that Rob Lowe plays the fake lawyer because how many shows have he's been in playing a fake lawyer? The Practice, and then what was the other one? Um, he was also in another because The Practice was a spinoff of another show. Yeah, um, that he was a lawyer in. Yeah, Ali McBeal? No, no. Oh, uh. I forget it. Anyway, so yeah, so I'm like, all right, Rob Lowe, I'm in. All Boston right. Legal. Boston Legal. Thank you. The Shatner. Yes, it was. Yeah, because it was. Yeah, because yeah, Boston Legal was a spinoff of the other one. Yeah, <laughs> um, um, a lawyer, Rob. You're devastatingly handsome, but not as handsome as me. <laughs> okay. All right. So here's a I'm fan. I know you and I definitely gonna check out. Uh, it's a new comedy called The Muppets. Yes. Okay. Just I don't know if you know the exact plot of the show. Because yeah. we see all those little blips and blurbs, yeah. like oh, the Muppets are coming out, and there's always some wackiness going on. Yeah. Here's the plot of the show: the heart of the series is Miss Piggy's new Kimmel-esque talk show, "Up Late with Miss Piggy," where many of the Muppets now work. <laughs> Gonzo and Rizzo are writers. Fozzie's the warm-up guy. The Swedish chef, unfortunately, is the caterer. But the juiciest parts of their lives, from the messy relationships to the perils of Tinder and tweeting will be revealed when the gang hits Ralph's Tavern after work and gets a little, well, fuzzy on the Muppet sauce. It <laughs> so. doesn't really matter what the premise of the show but, is. It's like Muppets are back. I'm in. I'm going to say it feels a little like the Gary Shandling show. Like, what, um, not the Gary Shandling show. Yeah. The Larry Sanders show. The Larry show. Sanders show, show where yeah. you're a talk show host and here's the wackiness that goes on behind the show. Yeah. But it also caters to the whole Muppets idea of like, 
the cure she is with Elizabeth Banks. Mm-hmm. Like, you can actually have those famous people that the shows, the movie and the TV show, the original in the 70s, were known for having yeah. those big celebrity guests on as little cameos as guests on Miss Piggy's show. Yeah. I'm like, that's genius. And then you get the whole cutaway stuff, like the, the office-style filmography of, yeah. like, hey, something wacky happens, and then off the camera, and I talk to you. Yeah. Like, I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm, I'm in. I was in anyway. Yeah. But, you know, I just, I think it's just great. Um, I'm just happy that they finally brought him back to television. Really, and I'm also happy too that they're not doing it. It's, it's more of an adult version of the show. Yeah, because I think they finally realized, okay, you know what? Most of the people that know the Muppets are adults. Adults. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's let's see if we can get them into into some sort of because it also filmed very style of the uh, of Modern Family too. Mm. I'm like, all right, you know what? Okay, all right. Here's one um, for those sons of Anarchy fans: mm-hmm. the Bastard Executioner. I don't know if you've been seeing ads about this no, one, too. It's on, no. F, it's on FX. Uh, the guy, Kurt Stutter, he created uh, Sons of Anarchy. Mm-hmm. This is his new show. It's a story about a guy named Wilkin Brattle. He's a former knight-turned-vengeance-seeking executioner from the 14th century. Okay. Yeah, I mean, the cast looks pretty good. I mean, obviously, his um, Stutter's wife, you might know her as Katie Seagal. Oh, okay. She is going to be in it. Um, she plays... Uh, a com- complicated mystical healer who helps the, our hero go undercover as an executioner mm-hmm. in an English shire. Pop star Ed Sheridan, who recorded a cover for the song for um, Sons of Anarchy's final season, and True Blood Stephen Moyer will play a corrupt Chamberlain um, Milas Corbett, who has his own ties with the bike- biker secret- secretly. And believe it or not, him and his wife Anna Paquin were huge fans of the show and were trying really hard to get cameos on the show before it went off. <laughs> I'm like, all right, you know what? I'll probably check that out, you know, just yeah. out of curiosity. All right. Um, <clears throat> I didn't know that they actually did a spinoff of um, of Shark Tank. Did you know that? No. Yeah, it's called Beyond the Tank. Oh, no, no. You know what? I did, I did know this because okay. it's about, like, what happens after they make the deal. Right. Like, how they build the, the businesses Something up. Something i got to be honest, I was always curious about. Yeah. You know, but uh, that's coming back for season two. But here's a new drama. It's called Wicked City. It stars. <clears throat> I don't. They don't give her a date, but it's a 10, 11 episode season. Will follow two cops as they pursue, um, um, basically a serial killer, and they get a little bit closer each week. Viewers may start to question whether there is a decent person hiding somewhere deep inside the criminal. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's a oh look, I'm a criminal with a heart of gold. <laughs> you know. Oh. Well, at least they're trying with new things. I mean, that's a, that's a thing. I mean, there's... oh, I'm so, so glad you said that, Ed. Yes, because my next show I'm, I'm highlighting. Yes, is called Limitless. <laughs> 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 yes, speak again of originality, Ed. <laughs> I was talking about the last show, not this uh, one. I mean, I didn't touch on Minority Report, <laughs> um, but Limitless. I figured I, I you know, I, I'm very, very. Beautifully comedic timing that you had it. <laughs> um, obviously, Limitless is based on the movie. Um, it gives his normal guy... It's, it's a new guy now. This yeah. guy named Brian Finch. Um, it gives normal guys like Brian the temporary ability to do... It's a drug. Um, for those people who haven't seen the movie. It's a drug. Um, what's his face? Um, Bradley Cooper. Bradley was Cooper in the, was in the movie, movie right. with Robert De Niro. Yeah. He takes a pill, becomes super smart, blah, blah, blah. Wow. You know, so in this, in this show, because now you got to make it to an hourly procedural... Uh, he can outrun police in the middle of a crowd square. He can leap parkour style down built buildings, fire escapes. He can play chicken on a subway tracks with an appro- approaching train and survive. Um, it's based on the 2011 sleeper hit starring Bradley Cooper, 
which was itself based on a 2001 novel, The Dark Fields by Alan Glenn. The series picks up soon after the film's events ended with Cooper, with Cooper's washed-up writer character, Eddie Mora, having figured out a way to counteract the drug side effects. Now, now a senator, by the way, mm-hmm. Eddie offers Brian in the antidote and he created in return for Brian's willingness to do his bidding. But in, in lieu of having Cooper appear in every episode, um, the show will introduce a man named Sands who will keep a close eye on Brian. Okay. So you're going to have Bradley Cooper show up every once in a while on the show. Yeah, I know so, he's at least in the pilot. At this point. Right. And like I you say, you know, it's very commendable of him as an actor to kind yeah. of go, yeah, sure, why not? Like Local Philly boy does good. Yeah. All right, here's another one. John Stamos is starring in... <laughs> Have you seen the? I see the commercials for this because it's it's also I think it's, I think it's like is it on Fox as well? Yes, it is. Yes, because they like they they pair these two commercials <clears throat> together, basically the grinder the... and the and this one. Okay, so this is going to be your new power hour. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yes, it's John Stamos called Grandfather. Now the plot is a new sitcom about a swinging single who finds out that he has a grown kid and grandkid. Waka waka. <laughs> Because, you know, finding out that your father is already wacky enough. But when you're a middle-aged man, you also find out you're a, god- a grandfather. Oy, the wackiness ensues. This looks... I'm sorry. I, 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 you can say what you want. This looks stupid. Of course it does. I'm like, Look, the shows I'm highlighting here, you know, for the show, I don't expect the shelf life of no more than, like, a year, if that. <laughs> yes. You know, because I'm like... Eh. I mean, I, I, I mean... John Stamos was a, is a fine actor. And he's he's also co- I think he's also going to uh, the Netflix show Fuller House. Yes. Which is, you know, like, hey, it's Full House again. You know, so. <laughs> I, uh... Well, that was the thing. I, you know, uh, I forget what station it is, but they were they do the unauthorized. It's, it's uh, we call it Lifetime's doing it. Lifetime, that's they it. They did the Save by the Bell, and now they're doing the Full House they, one. They did the Full House yes. one, and I watched it, and I'm like, <laughs> I, I'm expecting, like, like, you know, like they're fucking each other, right. you know, like something horrible, you know, <clears throat> drug use is right. rampant. This is the dullest show ever. I mean, if people think that this was a, like a total, like, you know, like uppity show. Right. The people behind the scenes were the same way. I, mean, <laughs> I love like, how you're doing your, like, you're, the fist, you're doing the fist up the ass. Yeah, like, yes. <laughs> yeah. Like I, the tight wads that they were. <laughs> I mean, they, they had problems. Don't get me wrong. They had problems and they did address those on the show. Um, but the thing is, is that it was just like the like John Stamos's character. I don't know, you know, if this is true or not based on thing, but apparently well, it's an unauthorized biography, so right, you know, take it for what it is. But he was like a he's a like a massive worker. Like he's one of those kind of people that gets that at point where he like gets fame, but it's not enough. Well, yeah, because during that time of the show, he also started being the drummer for the uh, what do you call it, the Beach Boys? Beach Boys, right? You know, because if you ever watch the you know um, the I will take you down to Coco. Yeah, he's in it. We'll get the fast. And he actually actually got the Beach Boys to come on an episode right. of Full House. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you get to see all that. And then but then he was like working, like he was because he was just he did a soap and he was like, yeah. and he was like apparently he was wanted to do theater and but he he was he, a man who just never stops working and he, he just never thought he was legitimate enough. Like like whatever he was doing was not a legit enough part of his career. That's like, the insecurity of an actor. Yeah. You know, and the, but then again, you know he. Marries what's her face, uh, Mystique. Uh, Re- 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 uh, Rebecca Re- Moraine. Yeah, Moraine. Uh, she's still gorgeous. Yeah, uh, lucky son of a bitch. 
Well, they're not, they're divorced. I know they're divorced now because yeah. now she's not she's no longer carrying the famous name attached. Yes, but they still they again they seem to be a couple that even though they are separated still kind of maintain a, a polite friendship. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't care, dude. I, if I saw him, I'm like, dude, man, good catch. <laughs> Rebecca Romaine is gorgeous. Yeah. Good for you. You know, <laughs> and a quite an accomplished actress on her own. Yes. All right, next I got up is American Horror Story Hotel. Now, obviously, American Horror Story is a huge hit. Yes. And what I liked about the show is that every season seems to be contained storylines. This one's dealing with the hotel. Last year was a kind of like a carnival yeah. at some point. This one is, according to the show Lore, this hotel was built in 1930 by a murderer named James March. And in modern day, serves as home to a blood-sucking villainous the Countess, played by Lady Gaga. <laughs> the hotel is not only her abode, but also a place full of dark corners where she can kill and hide the evidence. Nice. So, uh, all right, Lady Gaga is a vampire. Yeah. There's a little picture of her. You know, I could show Ed, so that's what Lady Gaga looks without makeup. That's like. right, yeah. You know, I'm like, all right, I'll catch it, maybe. Or I'll at least buy the Blu-ray, because I had the first two seasons. You know? Uh, Blackish is returning for a uh, second season. Yeah, I find that show very funny. Yes. Uh, let's see. Arrow, of course, is coming back. Yeah. You know? Can't say it out. Flash, uh, obviously. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna skip this one because I read it and I still don't really understand it. But it's another procedure where a uh, pathologist who helps solve Miami's most sensational crimes. It's called Morris Chestnut. Oh, I think that was supposed to be like a spinoff for Bones. Oh, okay. It's a Fox show, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Wow. They've been promoting that one with the Bones uh, show, during the show. Oh, So you get that right. kind of, like, Bones feel to it. Gotcha. Yeah. All right, Ed. Thank you. I'm glad you're a TV watcher. <laughs> um, of course, there's a Chicago MD who's coming out. Like, I don't know if you're uh, – there's a show called Chicago PD. Yeah. There's a Chicago FD. Chicago Fire. Yeah, Chicago Police, Chicago Fire, and now there's a third one in the trilogy, the Chicago MD. So now you'll see all their shows tied in together at some point. What's, I mean... What's the deal? What, no, what's with Chicago? I mean, like, a lot of shows are based off, because a lot of hospital shows are based off of it. I think uh, ER thing, was in Chicago. Chicago Hope. Yeah. What? <laughs> like, look, when I heard the plot, I'm like, oh, look, it's, you know, a, a, we call it a medical show set in Chicago. Why not just call it Chicago Hope again? Like, yeah. No, it's Chicago MD. Oh, all right. Okay, whatever. <laughs> all right, here's one. Code Black. Ready? Code Black, okay. It's a new drama on CBS. At the heart of a medical madness on Code Black, which takes place in Los Angeles's busiest emergency room, Dr. Leanne Rorish, played by Marsha Gay Harding, is a tough boss to a new crop of residents who doesn't always follow protocol in order to save lives. House with boobs. <laughs> I love how they put probably like months and months of work on this. And you just summed it up. House with boobs. And it's like... <laughs> and they're all like, shit. Right now, no. Somebody's going... That's how we were going to, but we couldn't get the boobs part past people. <laughs> Somebody would be offended. <laughs> oh, okay, I see. Now, here's another one. Um, Comedy Central's coming with a new cartoon. It's called Moonbeam City. Moonbeam City, okay. Yes, it's the uh, 
title basically Moonbeam City is location of a new animated comedy called Moonbeam City is a futuristic yet 80s inspired fantasy world that's overrun with crime and patrolled by a dim playboy cop named Dazzled Novak. Miami Vice was the big inspiration, says the creator, <laughs> uh, Scott Gardiner. But I wanted to take the veneer of those types of shows and push it in a stupider direction. <laughs> Not lacking for star power, characters were voiced by Elizabeth Banks, Will Forte, and Ka- uh, Kate Mara, with Rob Lowe playing Novak. And the guy's, really? Yeah, the guy's wow. quote was, Who could play a handsome idiot from the 80s better than Rob Lowe? <laughs> I racked my brain for one second before realizing we were never going to top him. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I'm in. Uh, of course, Supernatural's coming back. Well, uh, here's a uh, here's one. Um, uh, what do you call it? How to Get Away with Murder is coming back for a second season. Ugh. I-, I couldn't get into that first one. Yeah. All right, Heroes Are Born, Ed. You know, Heroes Are Born's coming back. Yeah, right? yeah. I'm, 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 I'll be honest, I'm, I'm kind of on the fence on this one. It, so am I. It starts September 24th, by the way. Okay. Um, here's the plot. All right? The cheerleader wasn't saved. In fact, Claire Bennett has been dead a whole year. As viewers will quickly learn in this season's premiere of Heroes Are Born, the 13-episode series that reboots NBC's 2006 drama, have found ordinary people who had extraordinary abilities. The setup... After HDR's daughter, Claire, outed her powers to the world at the end of the original series, a disastrous explosion at a summit killed her and many others. Basically, a cheap way to write off all those people who got real famous after the show went off the air. Um, Looking at you, Zachary Quinto. (laughs) 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 Okay, and and it was an event that was blamed on... uh, on the Evos, I don't know, HGR, that's the guy with the horn, horn, horn room glasses, glasses, right? is now living under a new name when a conspiracy theorist, Quentin Faraday, tracks him down. Uh, the, scene's in, the scene is enticing the incident in the series, a collision between the two main characters that ignites HGR on a quest to find out what really happened that day and to his daughter. Mm. So it's, at least it's rewritten by this guy who wrote the original series. Yeah. So, eh, I don't know. I'm still... The show kind of went from really good to meh. Yeah, it really. In four it, quick seasons. Yeah, it was just like uh, I just didn't care. Well, the thing was, is I watched. <coughs> I was so engrossed in season one, but the thing was, was that they really didn't show like abilities too much. And I was like, it was like here and there you would get something, and it was all this drama. And then that finally build up at the end of season yeah. one, and you're like, oh my god! And then you're like, that was great. But I'm like, I hope more in season two. And, and nope. They, nope. And, it and is... then they start killing off characters and start making Zachary Quinto's character, um, Cyrus, yeah. um, bigger by being able to morph into other people. So the people that he killed, he was absorbing their powers. And yeah. I'm just going, oh, come on. It was just, it was, it got way too much. And, yeah. and I'm like, you know, I thought at least they had Ali Lauder's character get killed off and then brought her back as a twin with other powers. And then she came back a third time. Oh, she did? Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. Yes. Oh. Then, then, then there's a whole subplot for that because apparently there's multiple Allie Lauders out there. I, You know what? I gotta be honest. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I, I, that actually, that makes this future seem bright. <laughs> She's a Jersey girl. I always thought I had a chance with her. <laughs> She's Cherry Hill. Right? right? Yeah. She's like 20 minutes away. I felt like, you know, in, in, in another world, we could have bumped into each other and I could have hooked up with her. 
in, you know, in, in, in Earth 4. <laughs> Earth 4. There is a Sean and Ali Larder power couple going on. Just let you know. <laughs> I'm telling you, all I need is a TARDIS, and I prove it to you. <laughs> okay, so the man, the man who told us once, always bet on black, is coming to TV, Ed. Ah, Wesley Snipes. Yes, is coming to TV with a, with a TV show called The Player. <laughs> Okay, this is all I can find about the show. Okay, it's set in it's uh, is set in a high stakes, high concept world where people wager on large scale criminal activity. Okay, that's all I know. That's uh, it. I mean, they give them some Q and A. It's like, it's one of those like it's a Q and A with these snipes. Like, hey, you got a show coming out. It's called you know the player, but uh, you made your name in movies. Had it been a different experience for you on on a TV series? That's a question you would ask? That's a question I was asked. I was, oh, my God. Uh, it's a faster process. It's a shorter process. It uh, has a newfound... I have a newfound appreciation and respect for the skill set because it's certainly hard. It's not for everybody. It's because no, Wesley Snipes, well, they won't work with him in, in uh, Hollywood. <laughs> and you owe money still, probably. Right. Have you been offered TV roles before? <laughs> One uh, On the player, you're a pit boss uh, for a clandestine organization that bets on confrontation between criminals and Philip Winchester's player, tell us about your role. You just kind of did in the question. Yeah. You know, kind of summed it up right there, lady. <laughs> um, Mr. Johnson is pretty compassionate, contained, uh, contained men on the surface, but, is strat- but straddles the fence. You're not sure if he's a good guy or a bad guy. His responsibility is to make sure that the game is played fairly and that nothing ever comes, ba- and that nothing ever comes back to the house. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah. What's what's what station is it going to be on? It's going to be on NBC. It's a new drama starting at 10 p.m. on NBC. Yeah, it's not going to last. <laughs> um, obviously, Sleepy Hollow is coming back. The Blacklist. Um, Nathan for you is a common. Uh, okay, here's one. I think it's a CBS comedy. Okay. All right. I'm in for comedies. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I love this woman. She's great. Jane Lynch. Okay. From okay. Okay. She's starring in Angel from Hell. <laughs> All right. <coughs> All right. You know what? I'm, 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 you laughed at the title. Uh, but it's just now, like you're, you're, you're curious, curious, right? right? Yeah, right here yeah. you go. Um, there's been a lot of angels on television, but none quite like Jane Lynch's Amy in this new comedy from Tad Quill, who, who's written Scrubs. Okay. okay. Good show. I like yeah. that show. She drinks. She flirts. But she also carries, cares immensely for Allison, Maggie Lawson, a doctor she's been assigned to watch over since Allison was a child. All right. Okay. And again, it's a Q&A, so you're not, that, that's the basis of the show. Yeah, right. So it's a comedy, so it'll probably be like, a, you know, like, I'm curious to know whether or not, you know, he's like, what's Amy like? Is she, is she really an angel <laughs> who drinks and swears? Like that's really that's your question that's, out of the gate. Oh my God, who who writes for this? Uh, I, yeah, I don't know who asked for this. And her response was, "Well, she she is an angel. She is a, she has terrific intentions, but she has her issues too. She uh, she intimidate she intimidates that this imitates. Whew, yeah, whew, that this is her last chance to get it right before maybe she gets kicked out of the angel realm. Ah, okay." okay. She's extremely. So it's almost kind of like a, a bedazzled 
bedazzled in a way, sort of. Okay. Reverse um, bedazzled. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. She, she's extremely compassionate, but she's kind of a mess. Well, the, origi- the original movie of the, because that was a remake with Brendan Fraser. Right. And uh, what's her name? Elizabeth Hurley. Uh, thank you. Whew, thank I, no, I was. I'm, I'm <laughs> trust me. I was staring. I'm going. Wait, wait, wait. Well, wait. The look at your face is like you fucking idiot. You don't know her name. <laughs> no, no. Because in my head, I was registering her in that red bikini with the boa constrictor wrapped around her arm and yeah. the apple in the other. Yeah. Because I think that's a sexy shot. And I'm like, okay, I remember that picture. Who is that? It's Elizabeth Hurley. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's there's there, that's a remake of an original yes. movie. And the end of that movie, the uh, the the guy who plays the devil, Isn't that Elliot Gould. No, no, that was that was that was a Bill Cosby movie. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, right. As the Devil and Max Devlin. That's right. Yeah, but this one, this one's the same <laughs> one. <laughs> Have a drink. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> What's a whole new spin on that movie? <laughs> anyway, go ahead. So the the original movie, the end of it, that he since he was getting the souls, collecting souls, and trying to help them in a way in a. Uh, perverse way that he was end up going to go back to heaven. Oh, like okay. that's the whole point. He of, found a loophole, right? And he was trying to get back in. Of course, he didn't. So, gotcha. Oh, all right. So, I, I mean, I'll check it out. I'll check out at least one episode of that. Yeah, because I like her. Yeah. Again, my theory of like, if you like an actor, you support them. In but some... the the thing is, is that like Jane Lynch plays to me the same character. She does, and it's a good character. Don't get me wrong. That, it's 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 a it's a character, and like something like this could work in that. This could make her bigger than she already is. Yes, like if you like you when you have a character like her character is that the same in all her movies. Yeah, you do need the right venue to be able to get that character to explode. Yeah, like you kind of go, okay, it's Jane Lynch. You kind of know what to expect. Kind of surly, kind of gruff, kind of dirty, yeah. perverse. You know, a little hard edge. But, you know, and you go, cause, and she's a side character that you love. Yeah. Can it work as a major character? And you got to, like, it's, and in today's world where stuff is not as politically correct as, stuff's too politically correct, it's kind of hard to have that character on TV without trying right. to soften her a little bit. Yeah. So maybe give her the hard edge, but, oh, but look, she's an angel because she's doing this out of love, mm-hmm. you know, kind of thing. You kind of go, eh, maybe. Right? Yeah, you know, if they write it right, they can, they can really pull it off. Okay, there's uh, also on NBC's the third season. I can't believe the show's in its third season. Undateable. I haven't yet to see in a single episode. I thought that was canceled. I, so did I. Here's a new comedy coming <laughs> Two <in>. years ago. Waka <laughs> 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 All right, here's uh, another one. Uh, it's Truth Be Told. It's a new comedy. Okay, the show which follows two couples, Mark Paul Glosser and Vanessa Lachey, uh, Lachey. Uh, along with Tone Bell and uh, Brescia. Two couples. I never heard of. <laughs> Two couples I never heard of. Keep it. A- and their frank discussion about life isn't afraid, and, and that isn't afraid to go there. And I put that in quotes. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is because I'm sitting there going, um, it's we're pushing the envelope, tackling race and sex and politics and all those fun taboo things, Packer says. That's what makes it real and organic and authentic. The comedy is loosely based on creator DJ Nash's real life. I'm bringing this to the attention because normally I would just kind of gloss over this and go, whatever. I don't think this show is going to work in any in any sense because we live in too much of a political correct times. Mm-hmm. That if, if if you're going to have a comedy that's going to push race, sex, and and kind of taboo issues, people are going to be offended right away. Right. And you it's going to be canceled. Like right. Unless, the unless they're looking at it from the 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 perspective of 
everyone has those these jokes that we're going to make everyone laughs at in the privacy of their own home right but i don't know if i i i it's if it's if it's as bad as i think it is in my head it's like i i always want to see the one of those shows where you you're watching it and you kind of laugh at it and you're kind of offended by it and then all of a sudden like in mid mid episode it changes to another show <laughs> cuz it's that that bad like all this hate like tweets and you know because now we're we're in a Wait, so it's like yeah so that's why I went down and I said this to that black guy technical difficulties you see that that old screen come up and you come back it's an old Family Ties episode where it's you know the Tom Hanks is a drunk uncle you know they give him like a life lesson. We now return you in the technical difficulties. We now will proceed to give you. So a... I've heard that happen a few times. Like, like there, it's very rare that it actually right? happens because I usually they'll, they'll run that one episode and then and gone, gone, you know, right? And then next they... week it's a whole new show. But I've actually heard that people have have gone like fifteen minutes to a show and it's gone. Like, wow. like, like it's that bad. It's that offensive. Wow, that it's gone. And I'm like, I want, I want to see that. We like, might, I... we might, I might have to DVR that because that might happen there. <laughs> All right, now here's one I'm actually interested in seeing. It's uh, Doctor Ken. It's Ken. Oh yeah, Ken John. <laughs> uh, I like the commercials. I have to say these are really great. Well, the, commercials. here's the best part about it is he's actually a real doctor. Yes, too. And I always thought that was funny. It was like, oh my god, could you imagine going in, going, oh my god, doc, it hurts when I do that, and it's him, you know? <laughs> and before he was famous, and then all of a sudden, years later, you're going. That's the guy who checked me out for my herpes. Like, you know, like, uh, I mean, he probably wasn't that kind of doctor. You just go, oh my, wait a second. I he checked me for my general awards. He cupped my balls once and made me cough for him. I, that, I got my balls touched by the guy from The Hangover. Or better yet. The guy from Community. Or better yet, you watch this show and you go, wait a minute. That was my appointment. <laughs> oh my god! Can you imagine that? Yeah. So the plot of the show is a, a physician and father, neither of whom are very good filter. You know, it's just, it's one of those sitcoms where yeah. he's going to say rude things and 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 it'd be like, ha, ha. yeah, I could. Oh my god, how great would that be? Like, oh my god, that guy wrote him the show. The time I I had that hernia and he cupped my balls and I sneezed in his face. You know. <laughs> Obviously, Doctor Who's coming back. Yes. Um, I think the last couple ones that I have here. Um, well, actually, yeah, there's two. Three, well, one is uh, Guardians of the Galaxy cartoon coming. Yes. Um, I haven't seen anything on that, but it's coming to Disney XD. I've seen I've seen commercials for it. it you know, it, it's it, it looks like your standard Disney cartoon, right? And I mean, it looks it looks a lot like the Marvel stuff, like with uh, uh, Spider Man. If you're watching the Spider Man show on Disney XD, it's the same style of artwork that you're going to get the the that kind of cartoon uh, style. Um, but I mean, it, hey. it's you know, you got to watch it, you know? Right. I mean, it's like, I don't know how it's going to be, but I'm I'm interested in it. Okay. I also, like I said, a couple more here. Ash versus the Evil Dead. Okay. Okay. Um, basically, everybody who knows who's an Evil Dead fan knows who Ash is. Mm-hmm. This is a TV show that they created on Stars. Um, it's, we call it, it's a 10-episode series that will feature plenty of the trademark splash, splash stick we've come to know and love. It's a combination of horror and comedy, says star Bruce Campbell. We take the horror seriously, but we had to remind stars that these movies aren't just straight horror. They're a little weird. Alas, there were too much for one early viewer, Campbell's wife. (laughs) (laughs) I showed her the first episode that Sam Raimi directed and asked if if it's a show she'd watch. She says, 
she he said she goes oh hell no not in a million years <laughs> also lucy lawless is in the show too yes so i'm like you know what those two alone is gonna be great yeah worth worth checking in. now the last one which is ironically there's one more more I, I found it kind of boring this one is right up our alley okay for nerds at least okay this is not on any general general network it's an amazon tv show that's coming out on november 20th uh, it's called the man in the high castle okay now again you're like well, what the fuck's that about right yeah and again how does it tap into the nerds yeah what if the Nazis and the Axis powers had won World War II? Ah. What if they conquered the United States? And what if, after nearly two decades of occupation, patriotism meant saluting the swastika or raising uh, rising suns instead of the stars and stripes? What would a fascist America look like? Wow. You know, so this is basically, like I said, um, that's Amazon Schilling's new thriller, The Man in the High Castle. In the world of High Castle, mere hints of treason are punishable by death. Disappearances aren't out of the ordinary, and newspapers, films, and even game shows are immersed in propaganda. That's because the series, an adaptation of Philip K. Dick's novel of the same name, begins in 1962, and the country has been divided into three zones. The German-occupied East, called the Greater Nazi Reich, the Japanese-held West, called the Japanese Pacific States, and a neutral zone between them. Within these imposing settings, three main characters becomes caught in a German, Japanese, American tensions. Um, one is Joe Blake, a seemingly ordinary New Yorker who joins the underground resistance movement and heads west into a mysterious mission in the neutral zone. Over on the west, the Japanese official is dealing with spies to keep the growing Cold War-like tension between Germany, Germany and Japan in check. And then there's Juliana Crane, who... Uh, oh, Alexis Davos. I like her. <laughs> Is that her? No, it's not her. Anyway, um, a woman who tries her best, uh, the best life she can under Japanese rule in San Francisco until her half-sister working with the resistance gives her a, renew, uh, a newsreel created by the man in the high castle. The film shows the Allies winning the war, footage that suggests that either the Axis powered lies and they didn't win, or there's something larger at play, an alternate world reality, or an unknown matter that hints at science fiction. Oh. You know? I'm looking here, like I'm just looking at the picture, an alternate Times Square... Uh, the big tr- tr- Panavision thing wow, with the swastika. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, if it wasn't for the fact that it was on Amazon, this might show right in my fucking alley. I- I'd be so into this. Like, I'm not getting, I- I'm not going to get Amazon Prime for one show. Yeah. I'll wait till, like, um, hopefully it'll hit Blu ray or DVD in like a year's time. Yeah. I'll watch the shit out of that. Because that looks, if it's done right, could be really interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, th- those shows are kind of iffy because right. because of the way of a way of the many different people we have in our country where like you know maybe a lot of the military would hate the show because you know it's like ah you know well yeah america didn't win we won blah yeah, blah blah yeah. all right let it go let let it go a Patton. you know like <laughs> it, it's a fantasy world it's it's a what if scenario yeah you know like it's one of those things like i just played you know castle wolfenstein the new order mm. deals with that same subject what if nazi germany won and what would you know you wake up in that world in the early 60s too by the way so i'm like oh i'm like i'm in i'm i'm so into this show i'm like i might actually have to see if i can find it stream it for free somewhere yeah so so that's what's coming out this year and uh this fall on tv and uh hopefully maybe we'll uh you know get some hints hits on our way yeah i mean you know it'll be interesting to see what's going to make it this season and what's going to be canceled and 
See what survives. Exactly. All right, what we'll do is we'll take a quick break and we'll come back and get some news in, all right? Sounds awesome. And we're back. Yeah. Ed, yeah. I've always wanted to ask you this, okay? <laughs> and I, you know what? Um, you got to understand, folks, when we do the intros and outros, we're no longer at the studio where we record the you know the live show. Yeah. We're at what we call Two Bid Production Studios, Ed's basement. <laughs> um, it's a nice basement. It's a finished basement. It's got sofas, chairs, TV, movies. But there's something. I, yeah, tell, me, tell, me about, tell me about everything in my house. No, it's just it's your basic setup. Yeah. You know, it's not like, oh, look, there's a Fabergé egg. <laughs> oh, look, it's the crystal egg from Risky Business sitting over there in the corner. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> Gandalf staff? What's that doing there? I paid a lot of money for that. <laughs> no, but uh, there's something that's always, I'm always wanting to ask. And every time I sit here, I always see it staring at me. And I always have a question about it. There is a clown bust over the back of your shoulder. Uh-huh. It's got this, it's got, it looks like something a horror movie came out of a horror movie. Because <laughs> it's very kind of old and very, um, it's got like, it's, at one could say that it's like um, pal face with like a rigged grin of like, ah, huh. what is it? <laughs> It's actually a gift from my mother-in-law. I'm, 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 <laughs> no, actually, it's uh, something that she had for many years. It's a bank, basically. It's, oh, okay. Because there's, there's also a soldier, I think, over there with a uh, somewhere over there. There should be two of them. There's another one with this thing, and they're they're old banks that uh, were okay. made way back when. Oh, okay. And uh, they're just collector items that my wife, you know, appreciated. Family heirlooms. Exactly. Okay, I I was just curious because I mean. It's kind of creepy looking. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I'm not disturbed by it, but yeah. I can see like I can see a two year old crying crying at from looking at it. Yeah, you know, like a little two year old comes walking and go, "Look, a happy clown!" <laughs> you know, maybe he jumped the first time I saw it. So. <laughs> really? Yes. You're like, ooh. All right, we gotta take that home. I was really. Just <laughs> yeah, it's a family heirloom. Really? <laughs> you guys, were your family carnies? <laughs> Sentimental value. It's a bank. Is there any money in it? <laughs> No. <laughs> like, could you approach and put money in that? I'd be afraid if I put a quarter in it, it would come to life. Like, big. <laughs> Just put a quarter in me, guys. Thank you for the quarter. Quarter goes in the top of the head? Uh, actually, the, it's supposed to go in the hand and, like, eats it or something like that. I, I'm not I, sure exactly. I don't see a hand there. You don't, oh, that's not the hand one? No. Turn, oh. Dude, turn around. It's your house. <laughs> it's okay. Look, go look. Go ahead and see. Look. Yeah, there's a hand right in front of his... Uh, his face is a... Uh, oh, that's a real tiny hand. Like, uh, oh, okay, I kind of see it now yeah. because it all blends in. Mm. Oh, so and then he pops it in his mouth yeah. like, like a pill popper? Yeah. <coughs> yeah, that's not too creepy. <laughs> Sorry. Just, you know, just, I had to ask. You know. <laughs> so, anyway, um, this is part, end of part two, right? Yeah, it's the end of part two, right? Or it's the start of part two? It's the end of part two. End? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, if I was, I got distracted by a creepy looking clown. And, you know, right, anyway, so uh, there you have it, folks. I mean, that's part two. I mean, we talk about TVs and things like that. And so, uh, you know, sit back and relax. And, and in part two, since we talk about Heroes Reborn, we talk about Ali Larder and how the world would be great if there was more Ali Larders. Like, never mind. Ed's now double checking because he's like, 
is this part two or part? It's the end of part two. Okay. Yeah. You're like, because the way you're, the way you're sound, it's like, like we're going to go into part two. I'm like, no, no, it's over. <laughs> no, no, it's over. Well, well, well I'm just saying, because at the beginning, we own, at the end of part one, we were talking about, you know, how, you mentioned Ali Larder, yeah, yeah. and I was like, oh, that ties into something that happens at the later show. And you were like, oh, no, it happens in part three. And I'm like, no, it happens in part two, because we're talking, never mind. People are like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? You're right. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> I will do better in part three, <laughs> where we bring you nerd news. Yes. Okay? So, in the meantime, if you want to listen to more cohesive rambling, <laughs> you can do so on Sunday nights from 6 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Just search Aquanet Radio on those apps. And since we're chatting, I feel like I know you a little bit, can you go to Facebook, Geeksters Radio? Give us a little like. We appreciate it. Yes. Or you can follow us on Twitter at, at Geeksters. Or Instagram at Geeksters Radio. And if you want to tell your friends where you got this podcast, you can tell them, hey, you got to either wordswithgeeks.com or on iTunes. Or if you're a Google user with any Google device, you can download your favorite podcast app and search for Geeksters there, and we'll be there for you. And if you want to contact Ed on anything that you may have seen or heard or a suggestion about something that, you know, something nerd newsworthy that maybe we've never touched on a show, send it in. And if it's good enough for the show, Ed will bring it up on air. Yeah. All right? Trying to get a little bit more afraid. It's like looking at me going, are you really doing this? Like, <laughs> do you really want people just sending us articles? I'm going to get a lot of dick pics every night. <laughs> no Take dick. a look at this. <laughs> Here's an article for you. It's an article. It's a about, long one. <laughs> it's a, it's kind of it, short. It's, it's, it's cold. Kind of, I was it, outside of the pool. Here's I got these articles for you. What are these? These nuts. <laughs> Click. <laughs> but seriously, if you got a news article that you think you'd like to hear our take on it, give it to Ed at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can send it to Sean at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. Make sure you send those thick pics to him. <laughs> those luscious pics. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll see you in part three, folks. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.